Welcome to Season 3 of the Financial Fofu Podcast, where we talk all things finance, money and mindset. To find out more about us or to listen to some old episodes, you can visit us on our Instagram or Facebook pages or check out our website. So let's get into it today. Welcome everyone to today's episode of the Financial Focus Podcast. And today we are going to be having a bit of a chat around succession planning and some business exit strategies. We sure are. And look, this is a topic that every business owner should be thinking about. Um, whether you're actually thinking of retiring or downsizing or selling or whether you're quite happy with where your business is at, you should still have a plan for for exiting out of your business. Yeah, I think it's you know important and valuable that if you're going to invest your blood, sweat and tears into building something, mm. that it is a saleable asset at the other end. When that yeah. might be, you don't know, but any of the decisions that you make up front really should be based around your exit strategy yeah, or your and, and, return on your investment. And look, the, the exit strategy can also impact on some of your decisions around the business. You know, if if the whole plan is that I'm only going to run this business for 10 years and then I'm going to sell it, then, you know, you should be spending a portion of your time focusing on making sure that the business is built up so that in that 10 years' time, you've yep. got a fabulous valuable asset that some not only is someone wanting to buy but they're wanting to pay top dollar for. And that is why you should do it anyway because you want to have a valuable asset for all of the time and energy and money that you invest in something. Not only does it really assist um, your personal balance sheet or your asset and liabilities position, um, but you never know what's around the corner mm. and things may change within your life and you might decide that this business is not for you, but if it's all over the place, it's yeah. much harder to sell than if it's well-aligned well documented, nice and tightly bound, and you know what it actually is and what it stands for. Yeah, and I guess along that vein as well, we don't know what life's going to throw at us, and maybe one day something happens such that you are no longer yeah. here to run the business or exactly. injured and no longer able to run the business. Yep. Um, and if you've thought about your exit strategy, then hopefully your business is in a position that you can sell it or bring on a partner or whatever the plan is such that you can make some money out of it still. Absolutely. So, what are our main options for succession planning or exit strategies? Well, I see three main options. You can sell the business to somebody else. So, it's just like a cold sale, right? Cold sale, yep, to random yeah. third party. <laughs> you could um, have your family take over the business. So, that's, you know, really not an uncommon strategy is that, yeah. you know, dad retires and yeah. son and daughter's take, take over, over. and yeah. continue to run it. Um, but you still need to consider how you're going to transfer the business from dad to kids. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe it's not dad to kids, but it might be to your nieces and nephews or whoever. But yeah, it could be a brother or sister. Brother or sister. Instead, you still you know. need to have a plan of how that transfer is going to take place. Yeah. Um, or you could just decide that, look, the business is not worth anything without me, so I'm just going to wind down and, and close that business. Um, it wasn't and, sustainable uh, in the first place then, was it? Yeah. And look, there are some circumstances where um, that is the case, no matter Mm. what they may have done. Um, If they're creative, for example, um, and like, so you take a sculpture maker as an example, like the business is built on their creative vision, their creative skills, their presentation. Without Without them. There is no business. (laughs) 
no, the, the mm. art of that brand doesn't exist. Mm. That said, though, if they'd had a succession plan in place, they could have five years before they wanted to retire bought in other artists that yeah. um, emulated their style or mm. driven driven brand awareness around other styles that allowed them to do a transfer which yeah. is why we're back at succession planning, planning. in the first place. But, <laughs> but, yeah, there are instances where you just wind it down. Yeah. So, I mean, let's explore those options a little bit more. I mean, selling, you know, you're really just going out and trying to find someone else to take over your business yep. for you. Um, if you're a company, they could be buying the shares in your company and just taking everything over or they could just be buying um, the assets out of the business. Yeah. If you're a service provider, they may just purchase your client list. Yes. And, and that's all and they your want contracts. It, and, they, and your contracts and that's all they want to take. So there's, there's a number of different ways that a sale, um, might occur and get uh, packaged and get, and get packaged up. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of different options around how it works. You know, you might just go to a broker who goes and finds some random third party person, um, who is interested in taking over your business either because they run a similar one and it aligns and they want to take mm. some extra work in or they're just starting up themselves and, and just want yeah. to completely take over and see value um, in your business. And I guess the other thing that really comes under a sale um, is if you, um, you know, you've gotten lots of super value and you want to list on the stock exchange. You want to just bring in other yeah. investors. You know, that, investors. That that's is right. still so. also a sale. Um, yes. Yeah. Of it's, your business. It's a common question I ask when I do startup bootcamp mentoring and they talk about investment and I say, well, what type of investment are we mm. talking about? Are we talking about selling portion of ownership mm. or are we talking about just needing cash flow and therefore you could get a loan mm. to fund your investment, investment because it's not the same thing. Yeah. Um, you, know, you need to know that if you're getting investors, you are selling off some of your ownership to do so. Yeah, and, and look, part of your exit strategy might be just that you want to slowly sell off your business and bring mm-hmm. in some partners yeah. so that by the time you retire, it's just natural for you to sell the last portion of that business off to the new yeah. owners that have, that have come yeah. in. It's almost like a transitional um, sale out. I mean, it's really, you know, it's fairly common in an accounting type industry that you bring in a partner. I was just about to say it's a form of vendor financing in some ways as well yeah. where you um, bring in a partner, they purchase clients over a period of time, you test the waters over yeah. 6, 12 months, 2 years, and then part of the exit strategy is they buy your remaining client base. Oh, I've, for an accounting business, I've seen it as a, it's a five-year plan. You know, I yeah. don't want to retire for another five years, but I want my clients to be looked after. So you bring in a partner who is then working with you for that five years. And so by the time you're ready to leave, the clients all know them, the clients are all happy and familiar with them. They're part of the business. It's a really easy transition. So, you know, we say sell, but there's lots of different ways that that could happen and lots of different ways that could look depending on the type of business that you've got and depending on, I guess, the strategy for you in terms of is this an immediate I've got to get out or is there a long-term strategy to bring in additional investment. Um, and I suppose just to that uh, that point about immediate, I've got to get out. It, it is happening. People's mm. lives are changing. COVID yep. has taught us especially that, that what you thought was going to be for who you are doesn't necessarily mean who you'll be moving forward. So yep. um, I think it comes back down to then knowing yourself and recognizing the signs of where you're at in your own life as to what you want. And it's part of that planning. Mm. Um, we cover it often with clients clients on Monday that I said, where do you want this business to be in five years? And they were like, huh? 
Mm. I was like, well, what's the point of this business in five years? Are we just replacing income and growing a profit stream? Do you want to be able to sell it? Now, their business is based around them, their mm. brand, their their surnames in their brand. Um, so, you know, it's important for them to sit there and they were like, oh, we actually have to think about this. And yeah. that's part of the planning strategy that if you want to sell it in 10 years, then you need to plan for that now. Yeah, and maybe in that case of that example, having your name in the branding doesn't actually make sense. Correct. So instead of changing it at the time of sale, change it early so that the new brand has value at the time of sale. That's right. And then Mm. we talked about IP and trademarking Mm. and protecting that. You know, trademarking your brand that's not specific to an individual person brings additional value to a sale. Yeah. You know, all of these things, all these moving parts to consider. Mm. So, if you were considering succession planning or perhaps selling your business and having Mm. an exit strategy, what are some of the things that you can do to get ready? Um, I mean, the first thing, I mean, we just set up branding. Make sure you've got an appropriate brand that's going to have value to sell into a purchaser. If you're selling your brand. If you're selling your brand. (laughs) That, that, that's true because you're not necessarily, if you were just selling client list, then maybe the brand doesn't go with it. Yeah, I didn't but sell if, my brand. But, you know, let's just assume that we're selling the whole business. We're selling mm-hmm. the brand. We're selling oh, kit, all the value, yep. everything in it. Yep. Um, you would want to make sure that your your books and your financials were in order and up to date. You know, if yeah. this is not going to be interested if you're owing lots of money to the ATO or your bazers aren't up to date or they can't see your latest tax return and financial report. Um, yeah. as part of any due diligence over purchasing a business, these are the sorts of things that a, a potential purchaser is going to want to see. And if you can't give accurate, up-to-date information that makes sense to their accountant, said all then, the time. then you're probably going to get a knockback. And we've we've done it before on, on a mutual client who brought some financials to us and we went, there's just lots of holes in here that don't make sense. Way um, too many holes. And, and we couldn't get appropriate answers from the, the seller. So our advice to the purchaser has to be that we can't give you comfortable advice over the viability of this business because we're not we don't have any comfort over the, the financials. Yeah. Right? Financials don't make sense. The questions we've asked have not been answered. The money mm. that they're asking for this business isn't justified based yeah. on on what the, we're seeing. Yeah. So so definitely make sure your your books are in, in order. They're in a good condition. You're getting them you're getting them reviewed. You're getting an accountant to do things in a timely manner and that they're all up to date. Um, that data is going to be really valuable for you uh, um, in selling. The, another thing that I was told a long time ago mm. by one of my first mentors in the industry was around tax and paying tax and declaring income and revenue. Mm. And a lot of people, we know it still happens, even though the HO is getting better at this, is that they don't declare their income if they're in a cash-based industry. If you are not trading with revenue and then trading profitably, how do you sell a business? Oh, I wouldn't want to buy a business that wasn't showing me a profit. For a start. Yeah. You also wouldn't buy a business that had $50,000 in revenue when the business owner is telling you there's $150,000 minimum revenue oh, well, here. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't believe them because it's not Correct. reported in their records. Correct. So, yeah, so, so, so what a purchaser is going to believe is what they can see in black and white writing that's been signed off by an accountant. Which is why you have to have your financials done and, mm-hmm. and know that in the years prior to selling that you are planning on selling, therefore your financials need to be healthy. Yeah, yeah, and it is important to show a profit, even if it's a small profit because, you know, a purchaser is going to take into account the wages that you've paid to yourself as yep. well. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, it, it makes um, a purchaser nervous um, and maybe takes some value away from the business if every year it's showing a loss at the bottom line. Absolutely. I, I mean, you're like me. I wouldn't buy a business that was showing a loss yeah. unless there was some amazing IP, tech IP in the business that you could justify. Yeah. That or you even, could do something with, or even big loans back to the to the owner. Yeah, yeah. why, why yeah. are the big loans? Are you having to put regular money into this? Yeah, you're propping into up this, this business. business to prop it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, those sorts of things are going to concern a purchaser. I guess that also flags the point that if you know if you're looking at your exit strategies, particularly if it is a short term plan, then definitely make sure your accountant is aware of that, so that they can talk to you about some of these things that may not look so attractive um, to a potential purchaser. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I suppose that goes back to then know exactly what you are including or not including in the sale. So when you're building your proposal for sale mm. or your ad or your, I don't know, I can't think of the other word that you call it. There is one more mm. word. Um, mm. But when you're putting your package together of what it includes, know exactly what is included. Yeah. Um, a lot of people these days, they own the family car and the business. Yeah. So. Is that included as part of the sale or is that an excluded asset from the sale? That's a really easy example of what you might exclude. Yeah, like um, another one that we're, like we've had is like um, equipment, you know. I think there was one that we had that was a gym and the equipment list. So, we didn't know what equipment was coming with the gym. Yeah. You know, do you have your lease in order? Yeah. Is your, do you have are you, are you able to, Are you able to transfer the lease to yeah. the new purchaser? Yeah. Right. Yeah, what are the terms of your lease? Mm. Um, other things in terms of well, we've already discussed the financials, but in terms of you know wages and commitments and a breakdown of are the employees are the employees or, being transferred? Yeah, you know, and are they on traineeships um, or apprenticeships? Are you getting yeah. rebates for them? I mean, that should be defined in your books, mm. but the books won't tell you at what um, level they're at. Are they a second or a third year apprentice or are they at the end of their traineeship? So that revenue may, yeah. that rebate revenue may stop, you know. Um, yeah. um, things like how long have your employees been around? If your employees yeah. are coming up to 10 years and need to have long service, long service leave, yeah, then that can impact on your purchase price because often a, a purchaser will say, well, they're about to hit long service leave, so you need to, we need adjustment to cater for that fact, you should be paying for their long service and not us. Yeah, not us, exactly. So all these sorts of things are important to be aware of and understand um, so that you can consider, I guess, the value of the business and and how much you're actually going to get um, for it, Um, which also brings back to you need to understand the structure of your business as it stands um, and – what is the impact to you going to be on the sale of a business? Um, yeah, how we did much, how much talk about this to, in a previous yeah, episode very how briefly. Much, how yeah. much tax are you going to pay? Um, are there any small business concessions or capital gains tax mm. discounts available to you in your current structure? Or if the plan is you've got five years until you're going to sell, is there a way to restructure your business that when it comes to sale time, the taxes are going to be more advantageous. Yeah, absolutely. To you, right. So, um, and structure, not- right? Because there's different implications mm. between being a company versus being a trust and trust, trading as trust. You know, that's right. But you know, but under a lot of the restructure rules, you can't restructure it one day and then sell it the next. No, so it needs time um, in between. It needs time in between. 
fail is on the cards, then that should be one of the structuring considerations that you're talking to your accountant about to understand whether your existing structure is for you and your plans. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Next, I would say get some legal advice. Definitely get legal advice on the sale of the business. You're selling a major asset. You're entering into a significant contract. (laughs) Or Um, you will. Or you will, (laughs) hopefully. (laughs) Um, And a lawyer is the only one that can advise on that. So you need to have a lawyer in your corner um, to make sure that the contract is as advantageous to you as it possibly can be. Um, the other thing I would say is as well is that there may be things that you want to keep confidential about your business. Mm. So before you present any of this information to a prospective purchaser, you may NDA. need them to sign a non-disclosure agreement. And to mm. get a correct non-disclosure agreement, Never you probably worked. want to do it with your solicitor to ensure that it's ironclad and very watertight against the things, especially if you've got some important valuable IP within your business. Yeah. Um, and then the well, even other- just release even just releasing your financial information. Correct. You, know, you, you should have you want to anyway. make you want to make sure that they can't just go and be you know taking that information and sharing it. Yeah. Around around town. Um, and the reality is, when you someone is buying your business, they are going to want to want access to lots of your confidential information. They are absolutely. so that they can assess um, whether they are interested in the business and how much they're willing to pay for it. Yeah, completely, completely. Um, the other thing I would say is that sometimes you have a buyer, but they don't necessarily commit. And you don't have a contract ready or you don't want to sign a contract because they don't know if they want to commit. You can do an intention to sign via a heads of agreement document. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, they, that's why you need legal advice. That's why you need legal advice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because those documents just, I guess, give you the opportunity to discuss the sale without them having committed. You can take, you can also take the business as a purchaser. You can take mm. the business off the market though and yeah. secure subject to a heads of agreement. So a heads of agreement might say, we agree to purchase this business subject to seeing, uh, you know, a satisfactory contract of sale or subject yeah. to a business valuation or a then range obta- of things. Obtaining finance, all sorts of yeah. things. Yeah. 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 All of those things. Um, do your research as to what is available in the marketplace and what yep. it includes. There'd be nothing worse than buying a business that you thought you were getting a steal only to find out later that you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but the same works the other way. Find out, you know, are there lots of other businesses of your type in the market at the moment, in which case that's going to push the price down because purchasers have got an option. Absolutely. Over lots of different prices. So um, doing your own research in terms of what you are selling um, is also going to help you in terms of timing um, and the way you pitch your your particular business. Yeah. Just back on the legal point, I think it's important to reiterate for people that if you have any debt in the business, like the family car mm. is in the business, you may have a personal guarantee mm. against that vehicle and they would need to be released as part of your transfer, which is why it's important to have a lawyer again involved Mm. in the transaction because if you don't release the personal guarantees and you say transfer, um, I've seen service rights for a telephone system in an office before that was transferred and there was a bit of a disagreement between the purchaser and the old owner, but the old owner hadn't transfer take it remove the personal guarantee (gasps) they just cancelled the service for the phone system because it was in the business name Mm. and the exit cost associated 
got footed the bill by the old business owner. Mm, so it's really important to have a list of all of your different um, facilities or service agreements mm. and contracts and know what you've signed as a personal guarantee as a director for and mm. what you have not. Very, very true. So I think, yeah, if, you, if you're going, if selling is the plan, that's probably a fairly, I guess, good summary of of some of the things to factor in. And consider. Um, and yeah. consider. You know, there's a few different ways that you can sell the business yourself. You can just advertise directly yourself. You can, or you, yeah. Or, or you can go through a business broker. Um, business brokers would usually take a percentage of the sale price. Um, they do. And, but they would help you manage the whole process. They would help you find buyers. Correct. Help, yeah. Help with the middleman to interact with the, um, the buyers. Um, and can be a very useful tool. Um, it's like using a buyer's agent to buy a house, you know. Yeah. Um, they facilitate the transaction for you and therefore you incur a fee as part of that. So yeah. it really depends on what you're trying to achieve and what business value you think you have mm-hmm. because obviously the higher the business value, the more you'll be able to justify a fee to sell it. Yeah. Um, there's one other tool that a lot of people don't know about. It's a website called bsale.com.au. I was actually featured on it two weeks ago mm. as a loan specialist. They are an online marketplace for business sales and they have some amazing tools and advice and information available on their website and through their magazine um, about selling businesses and what to consider and, and things to, to take in place. So I highly recommend you go check check that out. And mm. if you are thinking about selling a business, let us know. Have you missed anything from what we've talked about today? Or have mm. you found this episode really helpful in getting your have we, in a row? Have we missed anything that you found yeah. that you need to have organized? That would be really yeah. helpful as well. Absolutely. I'm going to ask again, guys, if you can leave us a review within the app that you're listing, that would be amazing as well. Um, we are nearly at the end of our season. Mm. We have one more episode coming. It's a bit of a special episode um, with a special guest that we've got, um, and that will be available next week. But in the meantime, Trudy, do you have any other points that you'd like to share about this one? Um Succession planning isn't just for, you know, if you know that you want to sell the business, everyone should have a succession plan in place, even if it's a one-pager that says, in the event that I get hit by a bus, please bring this person and this is what should happen next. Um, Particularly if you run the business and your partner has no knowledge or real involvement of anything. Um, and part of your succession plan in those sorts of circumstances should also be, what's the password to my computer? (laughs) And what's the password to some of my important software programs? You know, that also is all succession planning, what happens in the event. Um, so make sure that if nothing else, you put together that one pager for your partner. Yeah. Um, so that it's there, um, that hopefully is never needed, but just in case it is. Well, if they weren't making password changes so freaking complicated these days, <laughs> it would be a lot easier. But yes, I agree with you. So you'll also have to keep that document updated. Yes. So maybe make it live now and share them access to the file and then continue to update it so mm. that um, they've got ongoing access as you have to change your password every 24 hours practically <laughs> these days. So, yes. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we'd love to hear from you if you've got any things that we have missed or whether you found this beneficial or whether you're actually planning to sell. That's a huge one. Yeah. Huge life changing decision. Absolutely. All right, guys, until next week, you've been listening to Financial Fofu. Bye.
See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Financial Fofu. We really appreciate you tuning in and hope that you have subscribed to our channel. I just wanted to let you all know that the information and material in our podcast and any supplementary and associated information available is for general purposes only. It should not be taken as constituting professional advice from us, the podcast owners and our special guests. And we recommend that you seek independent, suitable advice that is specific for your unique circumstances. Thanks for tuning in hope to see you next week please 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 send us um, use our link and send us any requests or any feedback we'd really appreciate it cheers